0: blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friends, so do you want to start a podcast? Recently, I've been having many great conversations with people about my show and how I got started. And of course, one of the main questions I get asked is about all the tools and equipment I use to record. When I started, I just recorded the show with apps that were already preloaded to my computer. It was fine, but not overly user-friendly, and the sound quality wasn't the best. But now I've graduated to using Zencaster, and I wish this platform had been introduced to me way sooner in my podcasting journey. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. I just log into using my browser and record studio quality sound and up to 4K video with all my guests. I feel a sense of Zen knowing that Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure I always have my recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable, which totally has happened. So if you've thought about podcasting before and was told that you need to have a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and all the major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com backslash pricing and use my promo code, now what, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any of Zencaster's paid plans. I want you to have all the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story, my friends hello everyone and welcome back to the show jessica Stevens here your host of i just blank now what the podcast thank you thank you thank you for joining me for another now what wednesday i am so excited for all of you to be here with me and super grateful so if you are a long listener of the podcast thank you so much welcome back and if you are a new listener to the podcast welcome too so happy to have you thanks to your friend or family member or loved one who shared the show with you or if you found us randomly out there in the interwebs, I'm so grateful. Anyways. Okay. We have an awesome show today and I have a wonderful guest. Her name is Phoebe Trotman and she's going to be talking to us all about quitting or not quitting. She's going to be sharing her. I just want to quit. Now what story? And Before we do that, let's get to know Phoebe. She is a Vancouver-based entrepreneur and is an accomplished soccer player. She has achieved many accolades as an athlete, including being inducted in several sport hall of fames, winning championship titles, and being recognized as an exceptional athlete. Phoebe has also excelled in her career as a network marketer woo-hoo, and earned top awards and recognition within her company. She is passionate about personal growth, and empowering others to reach their full potential, and is now a published author, penning the Never Quit on a Bad Day book last year in 2023. So without further ado, let's get to the now what? Hello Phoebe, and welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Jessica, thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing with this podcast, and so I'm just thrilled and honored to be here with you today. Uh, Me too. As soon as we
0: met, I was like, oh yes, girlfriend, we need to have you on the show. I love your story. And it is a topic that I know is going to resonate with so many people because we are all faced with the decision to quit or not quit on the daily, right? And so I know the story is going to resonate with a lot of people. But before we jump into your story, uh, something that I love to ask all my guests right off the top of the show is obviously, I just read your amazing bio with all your accolades and all the things. But what is it that you would actually love for people to know about Phoebe?
1: I would probably say that despite what you see and you'll see and hear in this podcast and for those people that I've met in person before, that I'm actually more of an introvert in the sense that I like to recharge in quiet space. Like I like to have my downtime. Now, the reason I share that is because a lot of times I do present as if I am an extrovert and a lot of people when they hear that I'm introvert, they're like, wait, what? And the reason I want to share that though is because there's so many people who are introverted in nature and it just, it sometimes it's, it's a block and it is one of those things where we have to push through that and get out of our comfort zone because there's so much greatness on the other side and it's almost like when I go to an event and I know I you know I'm putting myself in that uncomfortable situation I'm presenting on stage I'm doing a podcast I act like it's like I'm putting on a jacket I put on my energetic self because energy is contagious right a positive attitude is contagious and so I want to bring that out because I know how much it attracts people as well too and so I recharge I have my quiet time when it's time to go out and 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 be that energetic self then I do really put it on and so I think it's important for the extroverts out there I'm with you I get you I understand you and we can accomplish amazing things and that is something else that
0: we have in common because I like you even though I'm I'm all out there and people see me in you know social media and on this show and at events, and I do identify as an extrovert because I do get energy from being around other people, I am also extremely shy. And so, yeah, I, I resonate and with that a lot because everyone's like, oh, I could never do what you do. So I have heard the same thing you have is like, oh, But but just you and I'm like, but just me, nothing. I'm like, I was not Mm -hmm. always like this, but I also knew that if there were things that I wanted to do and accomplish in life, then my shyness was not the uh, persona that was gonna get me to where I was and what I wanted to do. So I had to create a external persona to help me navigate, you know, being out there, being on a state. Like you were an athlete, you were on the field. I was a dancer, so I was on a stage. And so everyone had this Mm. concept of, like, oh, you're such a performer.
1: Performers are actually very shy people. Mm, interesting interesting but isn't it exciting when you look back and because you made that choice right and at the end of the day it is a choice Mm -hmm. you knew what you wanted to accomplish in your life you knew the type of person you wanted to be and you grew into that and that's why i think it's so important that we put ourselves in you know those uncomfortable positions from time to time because it allows us to grow it allows us to push forward and truly become the person we're destined and meant to be Yeah, I love it.
0: All right. So without further ado, we're going to jump into your story. I just want to quit now what? And I'm sure as a professional athlete, you have wanted to quit on many, many days.
1: (laughs) Oh my (laughs) gosh. Yes.
0: (laughs) Something preventing you to do from doing it. So can you rewind the tape to like younger Phoebe and who she was and these moments
1: in which you wanted to quit, but you had to figure out how not to? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and as you said, I mean, there have been many times over my career as an athlete, in business, in life, that there's been things I wanted to quit on. You know, what pops in my head is when I was I was a teenager. And I mean, I, I started off on an all boys team. I was the only person of color and a little girl on an all boys team. So that had its own, you know, challenges, but I just worked through it. I just played. I just loved the sport of it. However, I remember one time I went for a tryout for a team and I didn't make it. I was, I played in a position that I'd never played before, I struggled with it. I wasn't mentally able to get past being put in another position and I didn't make the team. And it was devastating for me. I remember crying my eyes out and it kind of shut me down there from trying out for other things because I was just so scared that I'd go through that again. So there was kind of two parts of me. There was this one part of me that was terrified to try out for anything again, thinking that, well, what if that happens again? What if I don't make it? On the other hand, it fueled me because I also was like, I'm going to be so good that it's not going to be a situation where you're going to question if I'm going to make a team or not. I'm going to be, you know, and a lot of that was my parents too, instilling that in me that, you know, things are going to happen. There's going to be things you don't agree with. There's going to be things that are going to be challenging. What are you going to do with it? Because at the end of the day, we can only control ourselves. We can control our reaction to the situations that happened. And even though I bawled my eyes out on that couch for a long time, I was dead. Devastated. When I say devastated, you guys, I was crying. It came down to a point where, with my parents, they're kind of like, well, what do you want? Like, what do you ultimately want? Do you want to you know, cause part of me there, right there too, again, I quit on going forward in terms of the tryout, but it also fueled me where it was like, okay, well, what do I need to do to be so good that it won't be a situation of if I make the team, it'll be a situation where you better believe I'm gonna make the team. And that definitely, when I look back over my career, that point was kind of a turning point for me where I just pushed forward and made sure that, you know, any team that I play on, I'm contributing, any team that I'm playing on, we are gonna win something. We're gonna keep going forward. And- and, you know looking back over my career that really was a big moment because it, you could
0: have like quit soccer altogether
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And it was because also the other thing that often happens too, is you have people being like, well, well, why did that happen to you? You should have made the team. You're one of the top players on our other team. You should. So you're getting all this other feedback from people Mm -hmm. that's helping to justify where you're at feeling in that moment. So that's why, again, it's so important. Who do you surround yourself with? Because if I did listen to a lot of the people saying like, this is ridiculous. You should have made the team. You were good enough. You were this, you were that. It would have kept me in that low place. Yet I also had Parents who were like, "Okay, well, you didn't make the team. We can't. There's nothing we can do going back. Let's look forward, and what can you do differently for the next time?" And so I'm so grateful for that upbringing. But it all comes down to, again, in life, who do we surround ourselves people with, like in terms of people, and who do we listen to when we're going for? Because you can listen to the ones that let you stay in that position, or you can listen to the ones who are going to push you forward to to improve and become better. Absolutely, and like kudos to your parents too for
0: not letting one one bad you know try out derail your entire career because mm-hmm.
1: it it absolutely could have it mm-hmm. absolutely could have if they had a different messaging you know and if they believe different my parents were really big in personal development as well and faith and so it was just one of those things where throughout our upbringing it was like well you commit to something, you you see the job through and you evaluate well what do you ultimately want and clearly Be crying that hard and knowing how much I love the sport of soccer, they knew that I wanted to continue playing. It was just a moment in time where the decision didn't go the way I would have wanted. And they kind of feel that, well, what can you learn from it? And how do you, how do you move forward?
0: Yeah. I, I think like, especially in those teenage years, especially when there's someone like yourself who excels at something and is really naturally good. And then there's like, maybe that first hurdle where you're like, Oh wait, maybe I'm not as amazing as I thought I was and Mm -hmm. you know deflates the the confidence and then there's this moment of like well especially for parents making the decision do we still keep the kid in this thing if they are saying that they hate it and they don't want to do it anymore like right like there's this like fine line of like encouraging our kids to push through but also honoring like who is this kid like is this something that they really don't want to do anymore and it's then okay been like all right it's time to like it's time to quit this we're gonna move on to something else that is gonna bring you joy that you're gonna be happy with but oftentimes it's the former where it's like you just need to push through this this moment and I wish my mom had done that with me a couple of times throughout my dance career too it was like if I there was like a bad I th- like just like you said like a moment in which you're like oh my god I hate this and versus allowing me to be like I want to walk away just like Mm -hmm. all right well what is it that you want and if this is what you want then this is what you're going to need
1: to do absolutely because oftentimes like the times when we quit it's usually because we're in a frustrated negative emotion Place, right? Something didn't go for me. It was that tryout. I was angry. I didn't think it was fair. All mm-hmm. these like negative emotions, if you will. I'm not sure if that's where you were in terms of dance at that moment, but that's often when we make those decisions when we're in that negative space versus pushing through then actually taking a moment to evaluate and be like okay because you said something key too are you moving forward to something else because if it isn't you know sometimes you're in a sport or activity that you really just don't enjoy so that's okay but finish the job commit you know if you commit to the season commit finish it then when you're in that off season you're in a place where you're not coming from that negative emotion you're coming from an emotion of like you know what Look forward, what do you wanna do? What Because do it might be time to try something new. Mm-hmm. It's just making that decision to move forward to something else and do it from a positive emotion place. You know, I talk about in the book, when I decided to retire from professional soccer, it wasn't after a bad game. It wasn't because I wasn't playing or this or that. It really was just like, I took a moment and looked forward for my future and what I wanted it to be. And I realized that I wanted to focus on my career as an entrepreneur and be there for my friends and family because I had missed a lot of stuff on the road and road trips and you know, Mm -hmm. doing all that sort of stuff. And I just made that decision, but I felt a sense of peace. And oftentimes it's important to evaluate why are you looking at, Leaving something, are you able to do it from a place of positive where you're excited about what's next? You're excited about moving forward. Maybe you're, you know, leaving something to move to something else because it doesn't, you're not growing in that situation anymore or it's not aligned with your values yeah, or it's, it's just not serving you even anymore. Yeah. Exactly. And so there are the times when it is important to quit and move forward to something else.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure everyone who's listening is saying, yes, when I quit that job, it was because I didn't want to be there anymore. I didn't want to do that kind of work anymore. I was moving on to something better. They didn't appreciate me there. So yeah. So we're not talking about, you know, not quitting the toxic job that you know, you need to be out of or even that toxic relationship. We're talking about quitting the things that deep down you actually still do want. Mm Mm-hmm
1: absolutely and that's so important right again yeah we're not saying there is times when you quit stuff as we said if it's a lifestyle that's not serving you if it's a relationship that's not serving you if there's something that's not aligning with who you are and your values absolutely completely different story as you said we're looking at the stuff that it, why are you quitting? Is it just because something didn't work out well in that moment? And can you push through that? Because again, that's where we grow as we're talking about before being introverts. It's when we've worked through those some of those uncomfortable things mm-hmm. that a lot of greatness has happened and we've, we've grown into the person we're meant to be.
0: Okay, so that was you in your teenie- teenage years. Obviously, you didn't quit soccer. You kept going, right? Yeah, I did. Thank I goodness. did. And I'm so grateful. Yes. <laughs> Throughout your career, though, how many other times or like, do you have any memory of like, oh, yeah, there was this other time that I almost quit?
1: Oh, absolutely. Building a network marketing business. There were so many times I wanted to quit. I'm building a business. I'm, you know, my background, sports, kinesiology, nutrition. So all of a sudden I'm in this like deciding to build a business and how that happened was kind of a twist of events, if you will. And in the beginning, I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I can figure it out on my own. I can do this and the this, and this success wasn't happening as fast as I wanted it to. And I was laid off. So at my full-time job, the company went bankrupt. I was laid off. Uh, had some different options for opportunities. I chose to build this online business and I struggled. And especially when you don't have income coming in, there were so many times when I'm like, Oh my gosh, this would be so much easier to just quit and go back and get a job, right yeah. because you know I'm building a business in another country and that was relatively new, and there was issues with you know duty and customs getting our product from the United States into Canada, so there was a whole whack of issues with that that days when I was frustrated. there was times where the system our system would update and they'd launch something new and it wouldn't work in Canada and it's like we're all based in Canada, you know, so dealing with those things, Mm -hmm. there are times when the product just, there were so many things that happened over that journey, especially in the beginning where I did want to quit. I did want to just pack it in because I was like, is this, is this really what I, what I want to do? Like there's, it's frustrating. It's not working as quickly as I wanted to do. And I had to actually have some, like the the interesting thing when you're your own boss is like, you have to look in the mirror sometimes and go like, well, am I, would I hire myself? Like, am I truly doing the things to get the results I wanted? And when I looked, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't consistent. I wasn't, I was trying to figure things out and reinvent the wheel and change this and change that. And so I wasn't getting the results I wanted. And you know, in those moments when I wanted to quit again, Many times I had to kind of look forward and go, well, again, what do I want my life to look like? Why am I building this business? And a lot of times when I'd refocus on what I was building it for and my future, that would help push me through those times when I was ripping my hair out. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: I can relate. Been there, done that, right? Like you and I work in the same industry, you know, for different companies, but it's the same. It's like in those in those early days and years, let's be honest, you say to yourself often like this isn't worth it because mm-hmm. what you're seeing coming in versus what you're putting out is so out of whack right you're putting in way more effort than the return in those early days but at some point the scale does tip and then you get to a position where you can be like like i am actually not worth like not that you're not worth it but it's like the effort you put out is tenfold right so like those little things that you do and what you get back you're like i didn't even really work all of that hard in this moment right now to get what i just got but that's that's the journey that's when the scales tip and a lot so many people quit before they get to tip the scale
1: They do. And I think that's one of the unfortunate things with with so many things and we're talking network marketing, but it's really like that in any business in life, like you plant those seeds, you plant those seeds, and you want to see the result right away. And it's a there's a time for everything in terms of growth, right? There's that season. And so when you look back on it, the one thing I always encourage people to do, even when you're not seeing the results as quickly as you want in anything, Think about the person you're growing into. Find gratitude for where you're at, right? And you can look at, you know, gym. You go to the gym, you're working hard, you're eating clean, you're not seeing the results as quickly as you can. But think about how you've grown in terms of your discipline to go to the gym, right? And to eat clean. You're doing these other things. And so I think it's super important when you're, building anything or working towards a goal or anything like that because chances are you won't see the results right away what can you find to be grateful for in that moment Mm -hmm. and hold on to that with the belief and faith knowing that the result will come as long as you continue moving forward as long as you keep doing the things you need to do and as i said i wasn't consistent in the beginning as long as you're consistent you will get those results over time
0: yeah here's a question from your past when was there a time that you did quit and that you regret?
1: Oh, good question. When was the time I quit that I do regret? Oh, I'm gonna have to simmer on that. I actually don't know. Like there's nothing that pops up in a strong moment in terms of quitting from a standpoint of not moving into something else if you will right Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day i mean i do regret not in some ways when i when i tried out for that team and i didn't make it not going back the next year for that same environment if you will i didn't quit soccer but i didn't that is something that I wish, in some ways, you know what it would have been really neat because I took the lesson from it and continued moving forward. I just didn't put myself back in that environment, so that's something I, I do in some ways wish I had done because it could have impacted my career in a lot of different ways. Being in that certain team in that we yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So if anything, I would probably say that would be something that I I wish because it would have been neat to see which way it went. That being said, I mean I'm not a person. Yeah, I truly believe that everything we do you whether it was a great thing or not so great thing, you can learn from it and you end up being the person you're meant to be because of it. So in some ways, as much as it would have been neat to see, I'm so grateful for what has happened over the years and the lesson that I got out of that. and, And in other ways that have led me to where I am right now, because I do coach soccer. So I speak with a lot of athletes and I can share with them, you know, my story in terms of not making a team and being like, it's okay if you don't make it. It's what do you do after that? That is the ultimate, um, measure of success if you will
0: yeah it was kind of like your sliding door moment right like had had this thing had done been different like what the whole where would you have gone right and i do kind of understand that like oh i wish i had gone back and tried out again so that you could have had your like haha i'll show you moment
1: Totally. Yeah, of course, there's a little bit of that. But it's right? interesting, because the coach who ended up not selecting me for that team, like I had a really successful career afterwards. And it was like, yeah, there's always this little moment of like, yes, I did it. Look at where I came from, you know. Yeah. But again, I'm grateful for it. Because it again, it, it helped me grow it. It was a tough situation. But it truly did help me grow. And, and it's a lesson that I'll always carry with me.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's let's dial it down to not like big quit moments like obviously walking away from soccer a big quit moment walking away from a business big quit moment let's talk about those little little ones on the daily what is your advice for people whom have a tendency to quit on themselves in the little
1: things Yeah. So I think one thing is it's really important because you're quitting. If you say you're going to do something, your word is just so important. So start with those little wins, right? You know, if you're on a health and fitness kick, maybe it's a little win about drinking enough water. And I like to reward myself. So, you know, have fun with it in terms of like, make a little checklist. And every time you drink a glass of water, check, check, check. At the end of the day, you hit your, you know, whatever your water goal is and reward yourself with something. Because when you start to create success and little wins, in little pushing forward you when you get to the bigger ones you have that sense of like confidence because you know you've done it before you've made a commitment and you followed through one thing that I think is so important when we're in those little I want to quit moments is looking forward and it's so important to have clarity of what are you looking to create so I do this exercise and I'll give the short version but I talk about it in terms of like what is your dream day look like for you and so this was really big for me over my entrepreneurial journey because it, and what it is, is you literally just grab a pen and paper or journal actually is probably best or I have a workbook that you can get and you just start writing down what is your dream day look like from the moment you open your eyes to the moment you close your eyes at night, you write in pe- present tense, you get into the feeling and you think about it in all areas of your life. And so I'm just quickly sharing that and there's a lot more to it, but in the reason I talk about that is because when you have clarity of what you are looking to create, what your face with those little i just want to quit moments when you know what you're working towards and what you're looking to create and go forward then it helps you in those moments of frustration right because it's like well what am i doing this for like if and ultimately your dream day is you feel healthy you feel strong like you're you're confident in terms of your physical fitness and you're healthy in terms of that then when you're having that time where it's like i just want to drink water i'm gonna think forward well what are you ultimately doing this for and then I find that helps a lot of times to push through because there are moments like I go to boot camp six days a week and you better believe there's moments when I wake up and I'm like no I don't want to go today it's hard it is hard this morning's workout was tough like but I sit there and in that I'm like okay well what am, what am I ultimately doing this for because I want to feel physically fit and strong I want to I made a commitment to be there and I want to see that job through and then I you know drag myself sometimes there and and then I feel great afterwards, but it's tough. It really is tough, It also it comes down to a choice, right? And if you really want to get somewhere in terms of your life, your your goals, your little wins, it's refocusing on why you're doing what you're doing.
0: Yeah, What so do you true. do? I, what do you do? To push well, I think uh, what you said at the very beginning is a key thing is like integrity, right? Like integrity is the basis of everything you do. And are you, in alignment with your own integrity you know you've made a promise and and here's the thing we tend to keep promises that we make to other people so much faster and stronger than than the promises that we keep to ourselves even though the promises that we should be keeping and i'm going to shoot on people here more strongly are the ones that we make to ourselves, the, the the contract mm-hmm. between you and you like what are you doing when no one's looking Yes. That is like, that's the key thing. But yeah, same thing. It's like, as Simon Sinek says, know your why and start with why, like, why am I doing this? Why is this important? Why is this going to make a difference? How is my future self going to thank me in this moment for what I'm doing? And when you can get really clear on that, then it really does help you reduce the quitting the daily. Absolutely.
1: And be give yourself grace, right? We're all human. So if something happens that day, and you didn't hit, you know, the little win that you wanted that day, tomorrow start fresh, right? That's the key point is, you know, again, we all life happens, things happen. It's like, let it go start fresh, right? Or do what you can in that moment, right? If it is a water goal, and it's eight o'clock, and you haven't hit it, well, you know what, you're going to have to do some chugging um, and then get back on track the next morning. Right. And I think that's, it's true in business. If you, you know, have little goals you want to do throughout the day and you don't hit it before you go to bed. Like, I love that quote, do something today that your future self will thank you for. And so in that moment, what can you do today to help you go forward in your future and give yourself grace if you didn't do it? You might have to get back out of bed, quickly bang it out and then go back to bed or, you know, start fresh in the morning. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. So, oh, here's the other thing that I wanted to say is sometimes quitting something is actually the right decision and the right answers so that you can do the other thing that is actually serving you. So this is, I guess, circling back to, you know, what we were saying earlier is like, Sometimes quitting is the right answer, as long as you are really attached to knowing, like, why am I walking away from this? And is walking away actually serving my higher self?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. It's so important. But that's hard,
0: especially for people like yourself and myself who are so, you know, go, and we, we don't quit, like, being able to to walk away or to quit in the in the right moments can be very challenging. So what is your advice? Or what did you experience when you did need to quit something in order to service something else?
1: Yeah, and it's an extremely personal decision that everyone has to evaluate. And I think it does come back to some of the stuff we've already talked about. And it's, you know, do you have clarity in terms of what, why you're leaving it and moving forward to something else? I think it's important that when you are quitting something, you are transitioning into something else. It's not just I'm quitting for this. I think it's important to evaluate like your core values in terms of like, does it align with your core values? I know I've had situations in terms of where it it didn't, it's not aligning with my core values anymore. And it's tough because especially if you're a person who's extremely loyal, and as you said, you don't quit stuff, it's, you know, something that I'm still evaluating in terms of my present day and, and deciding like, does this align with Phoebe Trotman and her core values and what I see my future as. And so sometimes it's not, I just quit sometimes it's a shift in priorities and you start focusing on something a little bit more until you feel like you're in that place. Sometimes it's, you know, a matter of for me, I'm a person who loves to learn and grow. And when I'm not learning and growing, like when I was working full time in a job, I just felt very, um, I was uninspired by it. So I started side projects while I was still working full time, because I wanted to continue to learn and grow. And so sometimes you might be in a situation where you're not learning and growing and or you've accomplished everything you set out to do when you started what you're doing. And so I think there's a lot that comes into it. I'm definitely no expert in terms of that. Like I'm still figuring that out. When do you decide and how do you do it? I think, but I think it's ultimately important to just, you know, look at yourself, look at your, forward towards your future and realize that you have to make the best choice for you in terms of your path. And so it might be you're leaving something to go to something else and how do you handle it with grace? How do you handle it with class? And how do you transition forward? Because it it is a tough one. And if someone's listening, who has the secret on how you do it, let's chat (laughs) because I would love to learn as well.
0: Yeah. Reach out, reach out. Okay. So a question that I love to ask all my guests now, what? Tell us about the amazing book that you just wrote and published last year. Don't quit on a bad day.
1: Never quit on a bad day. Never quit. Never quit on a bad day.
0: Tell us about what inspired you to write it and what do people have to look forward inside those amazing pages?
1: Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, you know, it's interesting as life throws us interesting pivots and whatnot, because because if this we're talking two years ago, hey, you're gonna have a a book on Amazon, it's gonna hit bestseller and all this, I would have been like, "Eh, (laughs) probably not. Because it wasn't necessarily something that I had envisioned. You know, I always love helping people. I always love to, you know, give. And so I was with some friends we were talking about what's next, I mentioned, I want to create something to help inspire and give because I've been mentored by so many people. And they're the ones who suggested write a book. And Anisha was like, "Ah, I don't know. And you know, they kind of flipped it on me a little bit, because I had shared earlier how I worked really, really hard with my incredible team to hit the top rank in my company, because I wanted other people to see they can do it too. You can live in another Mm -hmm. country, you can be, you know, a woman, you can be a person of color, you can have all these things, and you can still do it. And so they're the ones who kind of flipped and said, well, the same reason that you work so hard to do this over here is why you should write a book, because it will help and inspire. And so I kind of sat with it. And then I was like, maybe, but it has to inspire and help people. And I also have to feel passionate about it. And the month before, I had an honor of being inducted into the Cocom Sports Hall of Fame. And we had this whole interview and conversation about what is sport given me. And I shared so many life lessons that I've learned from sport, And a lot of highs like national championships and all those great things. However, the only reason I was able to have all that was because of the tough moments. We talked about it, getting cut from a team or, you know, when I started playing professional soccer, I wasn't a starter. Even when I went to university, I wasn't a starter right away and I had to work for it. And so a lot of the great stuff only happened because of the tough stuff. And that's when I realized that's what I want the theme of the book to be is people sharing some of their tough stuff because I believe that people need to know the story behind the story so that it allows them to realize like, hey, there's community and and stuff not going your way, you're not alone in that, and that you can do it too. You have stuff that happens, but you can also push through that. And so that's where I decided, you know what, that's what I wanna write a book about. I was super inspired by it. And then it's this version, so it's actually a book series. So super excited for the next book to come out um, sometime this year. And it's this book is Thriving Entrepreneurs Edition. So it's stories from entrepreneurs. It's not all business related. It really is a book for anyone who's ever wanted to go after a goal or dream, and has felt that there's been setbacks or curveballs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's a short, it's a book, it's a quick read. You can even read it one chapter, one day. And at the end of every chapter, there's an area called Reflections on Resilience, which is really about the reader to have a chance to kind of reflect on their own journey. Because I believe all of us are resilient. Sometimes you just need to remember the things you've gone through, and there's little lessons, and it's kind of a practical workbook, if you will, too, because you have a chance to kind of take that reflections and resilience and apply it to your own life and your own goals and dreams. And then there's also a QR code at the end of every chapter that you can scan. And there's another extra little message from that contributor sharing. So just a message of encouragement for that uh, reader as well. So it's a fun read. The feedback's been amazing. I'm so grateful for my contributors and uh, just the people who have read it so far have had a lot of transformation in their own life because it really is about that reader and finding out what drives them and how they can move forward in it too
0: look at you not only a published author but multiple books on the horizon for you who knew that this was going to be your third act as as an author totally (laughs) right
1: (laughs) i love that third act. again you never know it's being open and where things go right you're hosting a podcast did you have that vision like if, if five years ago Someone said, Hey, you're going to have a and podcast. Would you have been like, yep, yeah, for sure. Was that on your heart or are you just open to it? I'm curious.
0: I had the idea for this show for quite a while, but it sat on the shelf ah, and I kept watching other people do the thing that I said I wanted to do until one day there was someone in particular who shared, you know, she was launching her podcast or whatnot. I'm like, huh really? Okay, well, I know her. And I'm like, if, if, if she's doing this, like, why the hell am I not? Because I know that I have so much to like, just like use share and the intent and the purpose behind the show had to be really specific about helping people. And it's the story behind the story and the concept for the show was born out of one of my really, you know, low moments. Like I just got laid off. Now what is the pilot episode of this show? And it's my own personal story. And just like you, as a coach and a speaker, I shared the story on lots of stages, you know, big and small. And the feedback was always the same of like, oh my God, Jess, that story is packed full of so many lessons. And I'm like, I know, and I got a dozen where, where that one came from. And so I'm like, you know, you really need to create a platform to share these stories because as a woman of color, we don't necessarily have a ton of platforms to do that. And so I'm just going to make my own platform and invite other amazing
1: people of color like yourself to use
0: the platform to share their story
1: too. I love that. And see, this is why I think it's so important for people to like step into it, right? Like you had this idea and then it took someone else just doing something and you're like, well, wait a second, I can do it too. And I think that has been something that I didn't really expect to in writing the book. How many people have come up to me and been like, I've had this idea for a book and I'm like, we'll do it. You can do it too. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important that as people, we recognize that when we start stepping into our own path, our own calling, it inspires other people in so many other ways. Because had that person not started it, who knows how much longer or what it would have taken for you to do it. And now think about how many lives you've blessed because you took action and you moved forward in it and went for it and figured it out as you go. So I just, exactly. that's why I love hearing what people, what they feel called to do and what they feel passionate about, because if everyone just starts stepping into that, the ripple effect of just what it'll have on communities and families is going to be huge. And you won't even know how many people you touch yeah. because that ripple just continue to go.
0: Yeah. Who knows, you know, and here we are in season 6. That that's actually mind blowing to me that, you know, of how quickly we have grown and how fast these milestones are popping up and I'm I'm super grateful for them. And yeah, same thing. It's, you know, this is, this is, I guess, an audio version of you being a published author. <laughs> I'm, I'm the show and like the series and all the seasons I've been able to do. So I'm, I'm really grateful. And yeah, there's still more that I want to do. I know there's still more that you want to do and accomplish, but we're not going to get there until we do these things. And if we quit before we start or quit before we see the true potential or, you know, that return on investments, then, you know, then, 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 right. So that's the thing is like, you know, there's, there's times where I wanted to pull the plug on this show, for sure. I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, it's so hard. And, you know, this, that and the other, but I'm like, Nope, got to keep it going. Got to keep it going. Just one week at a time, Jessica,
1: just publish
0: one more week, just publish one more month, like one more season, like whatever that is that you need to do to keep you moving forward. You got to do it.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I always say this, like if you want to celebrate the harvest, right? So often we have this big goal and we're super excited to crush it. And we, and I call it like the harvest, right? You have to celebrate planting the seeds. You have to celebrate those little milestones, those little wins, because if you don't plant the seed, if you don't water the seed, if you don't nurture it and tend to it, you're not going to have that harvest. So celebrate yourself for taking that first step forward celebrate yourself for starting a business celebrate yourself for making that call celebrate yourself for you know launching a podcast celebrate yourself all those little wins along the way because as you continue to do that as we said there's a season there's a season for growth there's a season for everything and when you celebrate those seed planting those seeds and watering and nurturing it you will have a chance to celebrate that harvest as well too If you keep going, that's the key. You got to keep moving forward. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Oh my goodness Phoebe, this was fantastic, which I knew it was going to be the second I met you. Like we could talk forever, but this is the end. But before we wrap up, where can people find you? Where can they find the book? If they want to reach out to you, if they want to talk about not quitting something,
1: where do you like Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you can check out my website never quit on uh, You can find information there. There's a free chapter. So I really chose this chapter on purpose because it's all about belief. And it's all about self talk, and how our language can really impact what we do and how we move forward. So you can grab that for free at the website never quit on The book is available on Amazon. So again, never quit on a bad day. There's the book. And so I want to make sure people understand this distinction. There's the book inspiring stories of resilience, which is the book we're talking about right now, there's also a workbook, and the workbook is a guided workbook for creating more days, and that's more of a dream building kind of working through that that dream day that we sort of talked about as well too. So that's all available on Amazon, and then I'm on Instagram a little bit, and uh, mostly Facebook. So you can catch me over there, Never Quit on a Bad Day, or Phoebe Trotman. I'm there as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Phoebe, so much. Just adore you. And yay, network marketers. We got to lock arms and stick together no matter what company we come from and support and hold each other up because it truly is an amazing industry that has changed the lives of millions of people. And it's changed your life and changed my life too.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again. As it like, I just right away, instant connection. I love what you're doing. So keep shining, keep rocking, and keep changing people's lives you too
0: all right everybody that is it for us today thank you so much for listening if this episode resonated with you give it a like a share don't forget to follow leave a review or if you know somebody who is experiencing a moment of wanting to quit please 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 share this episode with them it may help them figure out their very own now what all right that's it for us this week and i will be back next week for another now what wednesday bye bye